Good morning. Coming at you from the cornfields of Illinois. This morning's little recording thing is the five thought-stopping cliches in anti-Scientology. Well, these aren't the five. I mean, this is five. And the purpose is to show that these thought-stopping things do exist in anti-Scientology and to give its solution, which is to power through, keep thinking, you know. As soon as you spot a thought-stopping cliché, that's an invitation to keep thinking. So the function of a thought-stopping cliché is basically to protect your existing belief system. You have a way of seeing things. You have a certain set of beliefs and rationale for why you see it that way. And a thought-stopping cliche is something that is placed there so that the contradictory information, the counterfactual information that you uh, have coming in at you doesn't destroy your belief system. So here's a great example. Mark Headley is a great guy. He and Claire Headley have done everything they possibly can as ex-Scientologists to help to reform the abuses in Scientology. They actually went to court against the Church of Scientology. And if you've ever talked to anybody who's been in court against Scientology, they'll tell you that it's like looking down the barrel of a loaded gun every single day. And these two have definitely done all kinds of things in order to try to reform the abuses in Scientology. And I am sure, even though they lost their human trafficking case, I am sure that they caused about 600 Hill 10s within Scientology. And I am sure that the legal team had to do all kinds of stuff internally within Scientology to shore up the vulnerabilities that their lawsuit illuminated. So don't get me wrong. I'm using Mark as an example because I've seen it and it's real. But otherwise, the guy is great. His book, Blown for Good, is an excellent escape story. You know, in the anti-cult movement, there are capture stories, escape stories, and atrocity stories that are told over and over and over about minority religions. In the literature of the anti-cult movement, his book, Blown for Good, is an excellent escape story. So here's what I saw Mark Headley do as a thought-stopping cliche. So the belief system, of course, about Scientology is that it's a criminal organization. And so having that assumption, if you take a look at the history of Scientology and you find that there have been no convictions um, since Mary Sue was convicted in the late 70s, so that would be 20, 10, 7... 37 years. The Church of Scientology has gone for 37 years without a conviction. And yet the belief system is that it's a criminal organization. So of course, you have to believe that there's crimes going on for which they're not being convicted. So that's a belief. There's no evidence for that. If there was evidence for that, then there would be convictions. But what keeps that belief intact is some kind of an explanation or thought-stopping cliche about why there are no raids, why nobody is being convicted in Scientology, this criminal organization. Well, the thought-stopping cliche is they bribe the police. 
that they they have internal feelers and they bribe the police. Well, okay, they bribe the police. That's a thought-stopping cliche. Usually, it's an explanation that explains everything, okay, and keeps your belief that Scientology is a criminal organization intact. So let's keep powering through and let's keep thinking about this. So any police organization, FBI, LAPD, Clearwater Police, Pinellas County sheriffs, okay, they have units that are designed to make sure where there's any influence from criminal organizations that it doesn't get onto the police force. There's internal affairs departments. You know, Scientology wouldn't be the first criminal organization that tried to put people on their payroll, for instance, or tried to influence cops and prosecutors, I guess, you know, because prosecutors, they don't belong to the police department, but they're the ones who decide whether to prosecute something. See, so you're continuing to think here, and then all of a sudden prosecutors pop up. It's not just police. You you bribe the police. Okay, that's great. But, you know, what about prosecutors? (laughs) Do they bribe prosecutors too? Right? So then I saw Mark Headley put out this tweet that said that the LAPD, uh, the largest private employer of off-duty LAPD offices, officers, is the Church of Scientology. So that's one of those things that just, okay, that shores that up. We don't have to think anymore here. The LAPD is always having off-duty police officers being hired and working for various organizations. And the Church of Scientology is the largest employer. Okay, let's keep thinking here. Let's look this up. Who are the employers of LAPD off-duty police officers? Let's, Let's keep thinking here. Well, I would think that, you know, the Los Angeles Lakers, uh, they have, I don't know what, um, three, four games a week during basketball season. And how many people are at a Lakers game? 30,000, 50,000 people? I don't know. I'm sorry. But then I know Rose Bowl, Pasadena, that's 50,000 people during football season. That's 50,000 people um, in and out of Pasadena Rose Bowl every Saturday. Okay. How many, how many, events does the Church of Scientology have? I think it's one a quarter, but a lot of them don't occur in LA. There's the Shrine Auditorium. How many people is that? 10,000 people. How many off-duty police officers are needed for that? See, so this is what you do with a thought-stopping cliche. This is is an example of a thought-stopping cliche. Its purpose is to protect the existing belief that Scientology is a criminal organization and that there are crimes going on that are unreported right? And um, it's just going on all the time. And they're, okay, then why is it unreported? Because they're buying off the cops. Well, how do they buy off the cops? Well, they buy them off because off-duty cops need part-time jobs because we don't pay cops very much, okay? And so the Church of Scientology is the largest employer of off-duty police officers. That's how much influence they have with the LAPD. And that explains why they're not being hauled off to jail. It wouldn't be that they're not committing crimes. It would be that they're bribing the police. See, that that's what keeps your idea that the criminal organization is intact. That's what keeps your idea intact that Scientology is a criminal organization. This thought-stopping cliche that they're bribing the police. And then here's the example that Mark Headley gave. So the solution here, just keep powering through, keep thinking, look up stuff. 
Just keep going. You see a thought-stopping cliche? It invites you to stop thinking. Don't accept that invitation. Keep going. So here's some more. Scientology is not a religion. Well, I actually studied social science when I was in college, and people have been defining what a religion is since the 1830s. Emile Durkheim was a French social scientist who laid out the five basic questions that when an organization or a body of knowledge or a text answered those five basic questions, it was a religion. So what is God is one. Another one is, who am I in relationship to God, is another. Another is, where do I go when I die? And a fourth one, a very important one, is, you know, how did I get here? And what situation am I in? And uh, what brings me salvation from this situation? And then the fifth one is, are there rituals? Uh, Do you meet regularly? Do you have an idea of... uh, community and a world vision that you're working towards. These are these things define what a religion is. So the idea that Scientology is not a religion is a thought-stopping cliche. You just accept that and stop thinking. But if you begin to look up what a religion is, how a religion is defined, you'll find that Scientology most definitely is a religion. And like Marty Rathbun said, when they were working to get the IRS to get them to be able to be at the table, you know, they they had, you do realize that the federal government sent 11 top Scientologists to prison in the early 80s. So they're really not going to be all that amenable to then turning around and making Scientology into a religion. So Marty Rathbun said they did a ver- various things in order to get a seat at the table. They were not being treated fairly. Scientology's own fault, right? But once they did get a seat at the table, Marty says it was a slam dunk to get them to see that Scientology was a legitimate religion. And that makes sense to me, because it is. I don't believe in it. I'm not a Scientologist. Just like every religion that you don't believe in, I think it's, it's full of a bunch of crap, right? But, you know, that's what you think about every religion you don't believe in. Okay, next one. Auditing is brainwashing. Well, ex-Scientologists who believe that auditing is brainwashing. (laughs) One thing, you know, like the truth rundown, that is brainwashing. Chris Shelton has done a lot of really good work in this area to show very specifically how the truth rundown is absolutely brainwashing. But ARC straight wire is not brainwashing. Grade one, grade zero, this is not brainwashing. Sitting down with a person and asking him questions and having him review various areas of his life and problems he's had in the past and provide an environment where he can sit and think about those things and come up with solutions to them and repair past bad incidents that have occurred to him. This isn't brainwashing. This is actual therapy. And most people, I think this becomes a thought-stopping cliche, auditing is brainwashing, simply because they, I don't know, they forget They conveniently forget, if they're trained as an auditor, they conveniently forget all the questions they asked people and the results from those questions. But auditing is brainwashing is a a weird kind of um, protection mechanism that keeps almost everything in place. If you keep powering through and thinking through that one and thinking of the actual reality that you you actually um, lived when you were a Scientologist, that thought-stopping cliche tends to fall apart. Some of it is, but not all of it by far. Scientologists are brainwashed, 
Well, I've been through this one before in another one about um, the worst thing that you can do to yourself as an ex-Scientologist. But Scientologists are brainwashed. I think that, you know, there's there's a guy, Lalich, or um, some guy who writes about cults. I can't remember his name right now. He talks about bounded choice, where you have an ideology that's doing your thinking for you. You've got these fixed problems and fixed solutions, and it's doing your thinking for you, and you are bound by the fixed number of solutions that the ideology has for you. So bounded choice is a good way to describe uh, a Scientologist, but it also describes a Republican. It also describes a Democrat. It describes a Christian. It describes a communist. It describes anybody who has adopted an ideology and they're following their principles of that ideology. So Scientologists are brainwashed is actually just a pejorative way of saying Scientologists have an ideology that they follow, that they have adopted and which they follow. Brainwashed is a bad, stupid term. You 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 start thinking in that direction and that, that fucking thing falls apart faster than anything. So here's the last one, thought-stopping cliche of anti-Scientology. Anti-Scientology is not a cult. <laughs> Uh, this, this one's this one's hairy. This one's got a lot of parts to it. But if you if you keep powering through on this one, like ask yourself, what is a cult? Uh, how is cult defined? Do cults really exist? Isn't a better term a tribe? Do tribes exist? You know, find examples of these things. And then anti Scientology. Basically, what this one is saying is anti Scientology is not a tribe that follows a particular ideology. That's another way of saying this one. Is that true? Think about it. Okay, so those are some thought-stopping cliches for anti-Scientology. And the purpose here is just to keep thinking. Whenever you identify a thought-stopping cliche, realize that it's an invitation for you to stop thinking. And don't accept that invitation. Keep thinking all the way through.